Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. He literally washed up on your stoop. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the man just washed up on your stoop. Are you you talking about, and you're out all night and then you come home and you find the man you want to talk to on your stoop yeah. after being out all night, Didn't find making all kinds of effort all night long. You come home empty-handed, and there's the gift on your stoop. This is the plaintiff, Chanel Barnett. She says she met the defendant when she found him locked out of his grandfather's apartment, sleeping on the front steps of her building. Soon after, they began hanging out together, and he eventually moved in with her. Well, things didn't last long. He was physically aggressive with her. She threw him out, and now he owes her all kinds of money for rent, booze, and all the cereal he ate. She's suing for $1,007, the amount owed. This is the defendant, Daquan Butler. He says the plaintiff never loaned him money. She knew he had just been released from a six-year stint in prison and is now basically suing him because he ate her cereal? Come on, man. This woman's just being spiteful. He never agreed to pay her rent, and if she wants $3.69 for some cereal, he's happy to pay her for it. He's accused of going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Chanel Barnett? Yes. You are suing Daquan Butler for $1,007 you say he owes you. How did you two meet? Um, I was coming home on the 4th of July with an acquaintance from an outing, and he was sitting on my step outside my house, I guess his grandfather. Is it an apartment building? Yes. Okay. His grandfather lives in the middle section of the housing, so I'm not too friendly, so my friend had, you know, started to make conversation with him, you know. What was he doing on the steps? Sleeping. Would you wake him up to have conversation? She did. Because normally I mean, you just walk over him. I was, but because my friend is friendly, she started to speak to him. Because your friend is friendly and you're six foot what? Six five. Yeah. So your friend wakes him up right. to talk to him. Right. And this She's is what time of the morning? This had to have been around seven in the morning. Okay. So she was asking him, are you lost? You know, what you doing? Well, you so guys he, are coming home from right, right, a night out? Okay. Right. So I, and I never seen him before. So she's asking him. She, he goes, I live here. So I said, no, you don't. I never seen you. I've been living here for how long? So then, you know. 
they're conversating, so I jump in the conversation, or whatever the case may be. So he asked me, can I use your phone? Because I'm trying to call my grandfather. So I said, this is your grandfather. So from there, the conversation began. I let him use my phone. Um, making phone calls, they wasn't answering. He continued to knock, continued to knock. Then eventually somebody came to the door. When someone came to the door, it was his mother. His mother was up here at the time. Um, she let him in. Me and him were still talking, having conversation. So my friend, you know, she let me know, like, I'm not coming upstairs with you. If you want, you can walk me to the train station and I'm going to go home from here. Me and him decided to walk her to the train station. From there, that's where everything started. Well, Getting, what started? Well, if I would say companionship. I, you know, was making conversation with him, getting to know him. He's getting to know me. Um, he had asked me, he, can he come up? He literally washed up on your stoop. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. The man just washed up on your stoop. Are you, are you yes. talking about, and you're out all night and then you come home and you find the man you want to talk to on your stoop <laughs> yeah. after being out all night, Didn't find right. making all kinds of effort all night long. You come home empty handed and there's the gift on your stoop. Not necessarily a gift. Yeah, it didn't turn out to be a game. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so he asked me, can he come upstairs? So I let him come upstairs. Um, from there, like I said, just continue to, to build the relationship. Um, two days later, his mom, you know, was leaving to go back to North Carolina or South Carolina. I don't know the exact state that she's from. Um, all I hear, I'm asking him, you know, are you leaving with her? Are you staying? He goes, I don't know what I'm doing because my grandfather's acting funny. You know, he's acting like he doesn't want me to stay. So I'm saying to him, why doesn't he want you to stay here? I'm confused. How long had you been staying with your grandfather? For like two days. I was just coming home from prison, actually. Oh, okay. Where were you in prison? Um, New York City. Um, what? How long did you do? Six years. What did you do six years for? Well, assault. What kind of assault? A stabbing. Did the person die? No. It was more so, uh, it was more so self-defense, but... The people, I guess... Was it domestic in nature? No. These litigants hooked up, but the plaintiff says the defendant was physically aggressive with her and he owed her a lot of money for booze and cereal. The defendant says she knew he just got out of prison and he wasn't supposed to pay anything. Let's listen. So you served six years. You had just gotten out of prison. Yes. Did your mother come up from the Carolina... Which Carolina? North Carolina. Did she come up from North Carolina because you were coming out of prison? Yes, and she picked me up from the prison... And we came to Brooklyn. And what was the plan? That you were supposed to go back with her to North Carolina? What was the plan originally? The plan was for me to come to Brooklyn and to see a couple people, figure out, you know, I'm just coming home. I want to enjoy myself. What's home but to you? Is it home to Brooklyn. you North Carolina or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Well, I was locked up. My mom eventually moved down south. Okay. So you've never, that wasn't your no. place at all. All right. So you invited him to live with you? Well, I, me and him had a discussion. I asked him what were his plans as far as... I, I was, You'd known each other, what, 24 hours? Yeah. I have a big heart, unfortunately. So I see... Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. A big heart? Exactly. No, That's what heart. we're calling it? Yeah. No, a big heart is someone who works in the soup kitchen on Thanksgiving Day. Finding a man you like I'm and inviting him to live with you the next day that. is not a big heart. That's not a big heart. And if you don't realize that now, when you've ended up in court to sue for cereal... You are never going to realize that. So let's talk about what you're suing for. According to you, the guy who you found on a stoop, Mm -hmm. who had just gotten out of prison two days earlier, who had no job, no place to live, who you invited to move in with you, is supposed to pay you rent. Where is it? What's it going to? Where is it going to get the rent? Is it going to think it? How is it going to pay you rent? So, like I was saying, after we discussed him staying in my house, you know. I asked him, you know, what are your plans? He told me I'm going to get a job. I'm going to try to get my GED. I said, okay, no problem. I have no problem doing that. 
I'm very familiar with school and how everything goes. So I said, listen, I will help you try to get your GED. I will help you get a job. I went to 123 William Street in Manhattan where they do like job fairs. I'm calling him on the phone. He's at my house. You know, got him interview clothes. Put on interview clothes and come meet me down here. I'm going to get you a job at this security company. He's asking me, should he put on similar to what he's wearing now to go to a job interview? And I'm saying to him, why would you want to put that on when I have, I got you interview clothes? Like What's interview clothes? Button-up shirt, khaki pants, and shoes to go to look presentable for an interview to get the job. He never made it at all. Now, let me ask you what's going on here, because she's suing you for eating her cereal. <laughs> and what's this about the CBD product? Oh, the weed? Yeah, she had... Was it weed or was it a CBD, CBD product? product? Weed. Fake weed. I don't okay, know what was it, was it exactly? CBD weed. CBD I don't know what it is. That's it looked like weed, is but it, it don't oil? get you like, is it, like What weed. is it? What did it look like? It's, it looked like weed. Did you smoke it? Yeah, but it don't get you high like weed. It doesn't, I don't know, it's weird. Well, anyway, she had bought the weed. Long story short, she couldn't do nothing. Where had she bought the weed? From a smoke shop. Okay. And she couldn't do nothing. What was it exactly? It's, it's, it's CBD weed. I had purchased it because I was in a car accident in May 5th of last year. So. Okay. So that's legal, right? Yeah. Is yeah. it? Here? Yes, yeah. All right. So why did you have her, her CBD smoking product? Because I asked her, because I asked her, she couldn't do anything with it. What, what does that mean, she couldn't do anything with it? Well, she didn't want it anymore. No. Can I, can I answer for that? What does please? that mean? I asked him, can he get rid of it? Because I basically bought and it And then he no got reason. rid of it, and now you're suing for no, it. He no, he didn't get rid of it. He smoked it and came back empty-handed. Well, what did you mean by get rid of it? Sell it and make basically Okay, pay so for you don't want anything I, to do with it, but you right. send him no, to sell it for you. I didn't want anything to do with it. Okay, well, I asked I mean, him to sell the product so I can get back what I paid for it. Right, I don't. Okay. And what did you do? You smoked it with a I friend? Went, I went to go sell a weed. I didn't even smoke it because the first time I smoked it, it didn't. I smoked weed. It didn't get me high. I'm not smoking it again. And it sat there until I thought about it, like, listen, we could do something with it. She said, all right, you could sell it. I went to go sell it. I let my friend taste it because I know what it is. I told him, like, it's not going to be what you used to. He smoked it. He said, I'm not, I don't like this. All right. So I asked other people, nah, how do you like it? No, they don't like it. So I went back to her and I said, nobody want the weed. There's nothing I could do with it. And then she got mad that there was a taste test? <laughs> Basically. No. What, what, tell me about the cereal. Um, the point is, I explained to him more than once, I'm buying the food in here. If you're eating, at least leave some for the person that's buying the food. He has no consideration. He will just eat up everything and don't leave me anything. And I got tired of telling him the same thing. Picking up my boxes of cereal, they're both empty. I call So them that's like, what did it for you, the emptiness of the boxes of cereal? Because he had dinner, breakfast, and lunch there. What, what about all that other food? That the, didn't do it for no, you? No, no. It was just the empty at the end of the day, the I was sharing the food, so I can, I okay. limited what so was So you're sharing all food, just not that food? No. Okay. And now the value of the broken hair dryer. According to you, what is it that happened? We were joking around. We always joke around. We was playing around, play fighting, and he had picked me up, so I asked him repeatedly, can you put me down, can you put me down? He takes me and he throws me on top of the dryer, shattering the whole dryer. How did it? Okay, but that's not putting you down. That's that's he, pretty severe. Was it domestic violence that you're no, describing? No, it's not. No, I'm okay, not describing so domestic violence. Okay, so how did he? Did he? He put you down and you fell on it. He put no, you down. No, he threw me on the dryer. 
Where was the dryer? The dryer was inside of a container that's on the ground because it goes, it comes on the stand and it also goes on the wall, but it was on the stand. Is it like the helmet dryer? Yes, it's one okay. of those. It's a, lot, it's a professional hair dryer. All right. And it was inside of a container on the ground. And when he threw me, he threw me on top of it when I got- He didn't all... throw you on a bed. He didn't throw you on a chair. No, he, he was threw in my you hair on room. the ground, like body slammed you. Enough to break the hair dryer. Yeah, it because it had much. to be strong enough to break the hair dryer pretty so it much. doesn't sound like it's playing. That's where I'm getting lost. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Would you date a guy if you think the guy is great and then you find out that he just got out of prison uh, after serving six years for stabbing somebody? Um, personally, I wouldn't. I just feel but like... you liked him before you found out? Still, that would kind of be a turnoff. Really? Just a little bit of a turnoff? Huh? Deal breaker. <laughs> Deal breaker. What do, you, what, do you, what do you say? It depends. Oh, really? On what? On the person. Okay. Like you thought you thought the person was really nice, and then you found out he got convicted. Why did he stab the person? Because they deserved it, is what you're saying? I don't know. Was it self-defense? Well, they went to prison, so I don't think so, going inside the courtroom. It started off playing, and when he threw me... I landed on the dryer, I got up, because I heard, in the midst of me being thrown on, I heard something cracking. When I got up and I'm moving everything, it's my dryer broken. And what'd you say? You know you're gonna have to buy back my dryer. He tells me, yes, I'll buy back your dryer. So from there, that's Tell when we're trying the to get, dryer him, get him a job. Go ahead. She brought to my attention was, I need a dryer. I'm a hairstylist. That's the only thing I'm missing from my room. She showed me her room, she got all her little stuff together. But she had a dryer. So yeah. why would she say, I need a dryer? I guess, because it was broken. Okay, you're assuming that because of the words, I need a dryer, according to you, yeah. she said. All right, so when you t tell me about you two horsing around, and then did you, when you put her down, did you put her down on the dryer? By act? What's going well, on? Well, we was playing, and I sat her on a dryer, and I got up. And, and she got up, and she started wailing. She like, what was that? Are you heard that? So she got up. We started moving stuff. And the bucket was broken, and the dryer was broken, but... So she How like, listen, broken? She physically like, broken, like cracked. I think it was like, I don't know. Do I never seen of it. The dryer? I, yes, I do. I never seen it before to this incident. Uh huh. I, it was like when she showed me, she like, yo, a piece is broken off. What is that piece that I'm looking at? The thing that goes down? Yes. Is that the part that's broken? Yes. Why can't you just replace that part? Why would you need a I brand new dryer? Too. You can't replace the part. I already Says what? Looked. Says who? I, I, already, I already called oh. the company. I already called the company. Basically, I have to buy back the whole dryer. That's the issue. Where'd you get the price you said that this would cost? Because I'm looking it up, and I'm not getting that price. Well, you know, I'm getting brand new ones, which are way cheaper than that, and older ones, exact? which are way, way cheaper than that. Where's your proof that it costs six forty nine? Can I see that? Okay. You wrote here that uh, these are the links to 515. That's not your dryer. Your dryer is 514. I, I just looked at your picture. All right, so let's talk about this. Um, did she finally tell you, get out, I'm done? My stuff was outside. That's how she told me. Okay. It right. really so what did you do when she threw you out? Where'd you go? I went to my grandfather's house. And you're right there, same yeah. building. So did you see her all the time? Sometimes. Okay. Were you civil with each other? Yeah, it didn't bother me, because I know how females are. Oh, oh, that's a good thing to say to a female judge. I'm sorry, oh. Your Honor. Okay, how stupid do you have to be to look a judge in the eyes? Do I not look female to you? But you're a judge. What is it? Like how, just how few brain cells are holding hands up here for you to say, it didn't bother me because I know how females are, and not think that that might be a bad idea to say to me. Wow.
Y'all deserve each other. <laughs> I'm going to order you to pay back the value of the actual dryer that was uh, cracked. I don't see where she can buy the piece. The value of that dryer isn't what she's asking for. It's $332. If there was a way for her to repair it by buying the piece, I would just order you to reimburse her the piece. But I, I don't... I'm not going to sit here and do your job for you because that's something your side should be looking up. But if we can't get you out of bed to look for a job, we're not going to get you to look for the piece. And after five minutes, I can't find it. Now you got to pay for the dryer, even if it was an accident, because it was negligence. And when you have a car accident, you don't mean to have the car accident, but if it causes damage, you got to pay. It's the same with this dryer. As far as we just smoked <laughs> cereal you ate, no, I'm not going to order you to pay any of that stuff back. But I am ruling in favor of the plaintiff in this case in the amount of the $332 and anything else you're out. Why don't you consider it a lesson that maybe you could learn because you're kind of old to be learning lessons. You should know not to take a stray in like that. Oh, I won't. Knowing absolutely nothing about him. You probably didn't do a records check on him to find out why he was in no, prison. No, I did. What if he had been, oh, before you let him in that morning? No, I did What if he had been pr in prison for raping 10 women? You have no idea what I it did. was. Thank you. So the plaintiff prevails, she's going to get the cost of the dryer. Mr. Butler, have you gotten a job yet? No. Kind of hard getting a job when you get out of prison, right? Out yes, of prison, it is. It? Very hard. And you still stand with your grandfather? No. You got another place to live now? Yep. Yes. Okay. Is life getting better? It is, actually. All right. Well, good luck to you. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Ms. Barnett, you know, the judge asked you a good question just right. a moment before at the end. Suppose he'd been in prison for raping women or doing something worse. And you invited him in to stay with you. Yeah, that would have been very shortfall. Whoa. Yeah. Stupid, huh? Yeah, very. I mean, it wasn't too brilliant what no. you did. Nope, it was not. You learn anything from all this? Oh, yeah, don't take strays off the street. About time you learned a lesson. Yeah. All right, well, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You. Okay. Harvey? Okay, you know, the cereal and the stuff that they're suing for here, you know, like the judge says, Judge is not going to separate pots and pans and figure out who owns what. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff. 
Yvette Gonzalez. She said she rented an apartment from the defendant, and once she moved out, she refused to give her the security back because she smoked one time in the place. She claims she has to use the money to repaint and clean from the smell, which is impossible because she only smoked at one time. Now she's discovered the apartment was illegal. He owes her big time, and she expects to get a judgment in her favor today for the $900 she's suing for. is that offended Dan Pash. He says the apartment was covered in a layer of nicotine, even though she signed a non-smoking lease. Now, two years later, she's suing him for her security back? Ah, please, he used every penny of it, fumigating the place. She ruined it, and he owes nothing. He's accused of trying to silence a smoker. All parties, please your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff rented from the defendant and her entire security was withheld because she smoked there just one time. But the defendant says the place was covered in nicotine. It's the case of don't blow smoke up my you know what. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Gonzalez, you lived in, um, what was it, an apartment? Uh, yes, it was a studio. <clears throat> that was rented to you by Mr. Pesci? Okay. Uh, and you lived there for how long? Five years. All right. Now, you had provided a security deposit in what amount? Um, uh, 2013, uh, 850. Okay. Why are you suing for a $900 security deposit? Because he raised it uh, after three years, he raised it to and $900. And then you paid the additional 50? Yes, I did. Okay. Is there any dispute about that? That it's $900 security deposit that's in play? I don't recall the other 50, but. I won't dispute it. Okay. All right. So now what ends up happening is you move out after five years. Yes. And do you notice that you didn't get a security deposit? Because I can't help but notice that it, like a whole year passed almost. Yes. Um, the reason why I didn't pursue it was because I was taking care of my mother. Uh, so? She had dementia. Yeah. And I'm the and only I'm one. I'm sorry about that. And I know that, that probably was very... Um, Difficult, but people continue their lives even through difficult moments. I don't mean to sound insensitive. Right. Uh, did you, you brought up right away in text, when can I expect my security deposit? And then he didn't answer? That's correct. And then you just... But I, I text him sporadically throughout the year, but I never got Do you have... Response. Can I see your... It, maybe I, I should see the phone I, the, in, your t in your phone. Can I see it in your phone? That way I can scroll up and down. Okay, I'm very confused. Uh, the date on what you just handed me is August 16th, 2019. Right. Why? Yes. When did you move out? August 2018. But what you have, do you have right. them in your phone? Yes, I do. Can I see them? Sure. Because what you have here, um, he's saying put the so key in my silver it. box. That right, would have been a conversation in 2018, not in 2019. Why is the date I'm seeing 2019? That's when I had texted him. Um, because I was getting my mail there. Oh, okay. So that was a conversation in 2019. Yes, that was well, where are the texts from 2018? You don't have them anymore? I don't have not okay. one, no. Do you have any evidence of having asked for the security deposit in 2018? No. Okay. Now, did you? I'm asking you, did you ask for the security deposit in 2018? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, and what was his response to you? I didn't get a response. And then you just let it drop because yes, of the issues you were having? I was taking care All right. Of, yes. So then you bring it up again when? Um, in August. 
a year later. Yes. And you say to him, I will be moving next month. I need the deposit that you never gave me back so I can put it down for a deposit on the new place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, had you ever talked with him about that? Had he ever responded to you about the deposit the first time, like and through maybe a phone call or something? Did he... I mean, did he, did he say to you, look, I'm keeping it and here's why, but then you, you guys no. never talked about it again? No. Okay. What's your recollection on that point? Your Honor, um, you can look at all the texts starting from August of 30th of 2018 when she left the place vacant, asked to hold the key. We had a conversation about she smoked in the apartment. Wait, wait, stop. Is there anything in the text about the security deposit? Because I'm not seeing it There's in 2018. There. Not a word. No. So well, did you, I mean, a, typically landlord and tenant will have a conversation about it. When did. did you guys have a conversation? When she was moving out. And what did you say, according to you? I told her about the smoking, which... Meaning? She's been smoking in the apartment, literally nicotine all over the place. Okay. Layers. Okay. And, and at that point, this happened in the five years. So I never even went to paint the apartment. I figured when she moves out, that's when I'll have to really clean it. I almost was going to evict her for smoking because at least clearly say it's not. How did you know she was smoking? Oh, it, it re Your Honor, it reeked. It was coming through the outlet covers of the apartment next door. Okay. So did you get complaints? Like, in other words, the first time you realized she was smoking in the apartment, which I presume, did you have a lease that said no smoking? Yeah, sure. Okay. So th that's correct, right? Um, when I yes or no. Did, was no. there a lease that said no smoking? There was a lease. I didn't see the no smoking. Oh, let's see the lease. Uh, you know, that's easy. Let's see the lease, please. So do you believe somebody who is a smoker would only smoke one time in several years in the apartment? No. Because? Because they smoke. So they're probably smoke more than one time in the unit where they live. And you say that why? You agree? Um, no, I, I believe they smoke more than that. I work with smokers. They're taking a break every five minutes. And why do they, why, why do you think they had to smoke more than once? It's an addiction. There you go, going inside the courtroom. No smoking. All right, that didn't take long. It's its own paragraph, okay. so clearly you should have seen that. Now, okay. when she leaves, what's the discussion the two of you have about the security deposit? I, t I told her about all the smoking and having to paint it actually... In the, in the lease, if you read the actual smoking clause, talks about if you have to paint it, each room has to be repainted if there's damage due to smoke. And then there's a painting clause above it that talks about the amount to repaint each room. So, but I... Uh, Which is I, a lot more. I didn't enforce Do you any. read your lease before you go to court to sue on it? Okay, so go on. So I didn't enforce any of that. Um, but we had a discussion about the condition, and I assumed she knew I had to paint it. But if Wait, but so you had a discussion about the condition when? After when, she moved out, before she moved out, no, during no, when, the move, no, when? No, when she, in August of 2018, and was texting me about where to leave the keys and then asked if she can hold on to the mailbox key because she kept that address for like nine months or eight months. Wait, why is that okay? No, it's actually, Your Honor, it's a mailbox where for the house, all the all the tenant mail go into one big box. That so has she key. wants access to everybody's mail. It's a federal crime. Why, why is that like, okay? So you let her keep the mailbox key? She did. I don't know if it was because of her insurance. If her, I don't know why she needed that address, but I let her keep it till- Yeah, nobody needs your address. <laughs> don't, that's a, this is a bad idea. Nobody needs access to everybody else's social security check or whatever the heck else all the tenants share there. Nobody needs to well, be able to have access to other people's mail. She did that up until like August. As a matter of fact, you'll look- A year. 
Yeah, you'll look through the threads. In February, I told her that her mail was actually piling up, and I, I had to remove. Are you surprised to be, be to, to be getting sued after all that? <laughs> I'm totally surprised. A year later, all right. Well, well then, she, but she on, in, during those texts, and you'll notice she was asking me for another apartment. Yes, and, I did notice that. That and, is not the kind of conduct that I expect. In December, you ask him, "Hey, you got anything else available?" Doesn't sound like you're angry about not getting a security deposit you felt entitled to. If it was good enough for you between August and December then, why can't it be good enough for me? I thought he was going to give it back to me because we had a discussion. Well, you had a discussion that I can see by text. Right, but we did it verbally, the only, too. Oh, yeah, but the one I see is, hey, you got any other apartments? Right. And it's December. It's months later. Right, because so I was trying to why move should my... I not believe him when he says, oh, come on, Judge, of course we talked about this. I told her, listen, I'm going to have to buy all this pain. I'm gonna, you owe me money. And lucky for you, he didn't counterclaim in this, in this because I know it cost him a lot more than that. And I looked at your lease, even if you didn't, which says it is $600 a room that you're supposed to pay if they have to repaint. So, you know, I know, and I think you know, that my verdict is going to be for the defendant. <laughs> Well, it didn't work for the plaintiff. Ms. Gonzalez, you're shaking your head no. Yeah, no, because he lied. <laughs> what do you mean he lied? I wasn't smoking there, and I, the lease wasn't even valid. I only had a lease for one year. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Well, you lived there five years. Yeah, without a lease. Without a lease. Mm -hmm. But the lease you had said right. no smoking, right. right? And I did it one time only, and that was it. Yeah. You know, that's really hard to believe. No, nope, it is. I can't believe she didn't I know a lot you. of people don't One time. It. Yes. Five years. Yes. Only one time. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. Yep, didn't work okay. out for you. Yes. Okay? All right, thank you. That's the way out. Mr. Pesh? <laughs> one time to smoke? You find me a smoker that only smokes once. Yeah. And then we'll, we could believe her. Yeah. Well, I understand that. All right. This is interesting, you know, amazing case. So, obviously, you feel better. Congratulations. Thank you. Does this happen often? No, it doesn't, but it's good to have all my documents. Yeah, that's good. Okay, thank, thank you very you. much. You know, you got to object in a timely fashion. I got to say, waiting a year, bad idea. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Frank Marzano Jr. He says he and the defendant have known each other for 25 years. And when the guy got down on his luck, he stepped in to help him out. He loaned him money and some of his video games, which the louse secretly sold to a video game store. He foolishly trusted the guy because he knew him for so long, but long time friend or not, he's suing him. But the $2,504 he's owed. This is the defendant, Joe DeFonzo. He says the plaintiff never loaned him anything near a thousand bucks, and the games he's being sued for, those were a gift from him for his birthday. He has no idea why the guy turned on him and sued him without ever talking to him about it, but whatever. After this, they're no longer buddies. He's accused of fouling up a friendship. 
all parties. Please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. These litigants knew each other for 25 years. The plaintiff loaned the defendant money in video games, which the guy sold. Now, the defendant says the plaintiff is overblowing the whole thing. It's the case of Minecraft and Mind Games. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. Okay. Frank Marzano? Yes. You're suing your former friend, Joe DeFonzo? Yes. For $2,504 in games that you say he was supposed to return to you and didn't, video games, plus a $1,000 loan. And you deny that that occurred. Let me hear from you. What happened? Um, around um, February of 2018, we started working together. Uh, once we started working together, our friendship had gone on from 27 years prior to that. Uh, but once we started working together, every couple of weeks, it was, can I borrow $20 here, $100 there? It was constantly borrowing money. Now, did you get him the job? Yeah, I did, yes. Okay. And how? where had you run into him or reconnected with him? Uh, we actually lived pretty close together, uh, about eight blocks away. Uh, I ran into him in a store. Okay. So you start working together, and then he would hit you up for $20 here, and $100 there, $60 there. Okay, how did you keep track of all the money that you were loaning? Honestly, it was a friend. I, I really didn't think about it. So why should I believe you when you say it's 1000 if you have no proof of how much it is? I don't have a proof of exactly how much yeah, it is. Yeah, I deal in exactly. That's what, that's what I we do in court. So you're estimating it's 1000 and you're estimating it's how much? Probably a little more than 200 nowhere near 1000 Right. And then you're both just so busy playing video games that neither of you have anything in writing of Once, any of the loans that went back and forth and what's been paid and what hasn't been paid, right? I'm just supposed to look at a crystal ball and figure it out. All right, so now talk to me about the video games. Uh, after working, after um, you know his employment ended with me, uh, we still hung out. Uh, How long was, were you guys working together? Four and a half months, five months. Okay. So um, after that, we would still hang out maybe once or twice a month play video games, stuff like that, um, mainly old games. Um, I was a collector. I collect games. I collect also old toys, stuff like that. Um, and every once in a while, he would want to borrow a game, which I didn't mind his friend. You know, why would I not lend a friend to a game, uh, a game to a friend? Well, according you know? to you, you're suing for like 20 games that you loaned him and I did. he didn't return. So after he doesn't return the first one, why would you loan him another one? Well, the first time I lent them games, it was about six of them. Okay. After and did that, he return those before you never, loaned them anymore? No. Right. So why loan them anymore? Right. No, I understand. Because according to you, did he loan you 20 games? I don't think it was that amount. <laughs> Nearly that amount. But... This is no way to go through life, gentlemen. No, it definitely Honor, isn't. No. It wasn't 20 games, Your Honor. 17. That's how many you're suing for in this list. Castlevania Dracula, Mighty Final Fight, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Snake's Revenge, Lemmings, Contraforce, Superboy S, Game Boy Loaded, Vita with three games. All right. Um, where are his games? Uh, I brought some here. Okay. Let's see what he's got there. Hand it over to the plaintiff. Thank you, sir. Where are the rest of them? From what I had, that's... Okay, so which ones are those that we can take off the list? I don't want to be picky, Your Honor. This is a bootleg? Yes, you do. Okay, this, this is a bootleg that's worth about $20 on a... On a that's not something you loaned him? Absolutely not. The okay. game that I loaned him was worth about $250. It was Got a it. legitimate original game. This is a copy. Okay. 
These two games are games that I did lend him. I did lend them with manuals, though. I'm not going to press that. Those two are which games? This is uh, Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge. Got it. This is the Game Boy console. Go on. Uh, this video game console is something that I actually did give to Joe that is not on that list. Okay. Which was a gift? Okay. I didn't want it. Okay. All right. Where are the rest of the stuff he says you have? Well, that's you have I, a theory of where the rest of the stuff is, I right? know where they are. Where are they? He sold them to a video game store that we used to go to to buy and sell games. How do you know that? Because I contacted the owner and found out, and I have the receipts of some of the games that are in question that he actually returned to that store, sold to so that store. So you have store. proof from the store? That's correct. In his name that he took those items and returned them to the store. When you say returned them, uh, excuse, that me, trade excuse them? me, traded them to the store for a set amount of money. Let me see. Is it safe to loan a good friend, like 25-year-old, 25-year friend, money? It depends on the history of the friendship, but... As far as you know, you like the person, would you loan him a thousand bucks, say? Um, I wouldn't, because I feel you'll be more vulnerable being that you are friends. Fair enough. What do you say? I agree. Okay. Go inside the courtroom. Dracula X, you uh, pawned or whatever. I don't know what we'd call this. You sold to the gaming shop, and he says that was his. Okay. If... He says the same about a bunch of the other games that I've mentioned out loud, that you pawned his stuff. You took it in there, and you got money for it. Um, you have all these values uh, uh, attached to it. If, if this is the amount he's getting for it, your values are super inflated. Where is the proof of your values? The uh, owner of the video game store was nice enough to give me uh, the price charting index that he uses yeah, to resell. That's not what you'd get for it. To resell the games. If I was going to purchase that game again, I would need to spend... Right, but you're not a retailer. You don't get that price. You, 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 get, you would get the value of what a guy who games all day, you know, or games a lot, would get if he was selling it to the, you know, that, that, that discounted price would be your price. Right. Did if you, I was how much money, did, what caused a blow up between, was there ever a blow up? Was there ever a disagreement or just you guys faded into the woodwork? No, I actually tried to go to his house, um, yeah. never responded. Yeah. Um, I tried to call. I called numerous numbers that I had. I believe he just changed his number or was just even ignoring me at that point. All right. If this is a guy who gets you a job, and this is the guy who loans you money when you need money, why do you do him like this? It's not, I had no intentions on doing him any which way. It was just certain factors that were going on in my life at the time. Like what? Uh, just problems with my family and that, you know, weren't. He says that he was knocking on your door, you would never uh, answer. That's not he true, would, What Your about Honor. his phone calls? He says he would call you and then. That, that is not that, true, Your Honor. When I had my number changed, I did text him saying, hey, this is my new number. And I think that was the last time we did speak was when I had that number. Did he ever text you and give you his new number? I sent multiple text messages to that number and tried to call it. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, I don't want this to sound the wrong way. How old are you? 41. How old are you? Same. Okay. Um, because you know I'm going to tease you about this whole game. Absolutely. <laughs> and my daughter dates a young man who is um, a pre-med student who is a big gamer and uh, feels like he's throwing his life away becoming a doctor <laughs> because his real calling was to be a gamer. Love that boy. Really smart. <laughs> he is really smart. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. It's not my thing. Everybody has something different. This is if somebody else might like to needlepoint. It's just that this 
I, I just like it's, you know, it's, it's ended up in court. You're asking for retail prices as opposed to the price your evidence shows it should be worth. You're, I don't know how many of those games were his. Yeah, okay, if he says I pawned one of his, then I did. It's like, <laughs> my problem isn't that you're gamers. My problem is that you're so informal for grown men mm. about stuff like this. But then you want to come to court and you want me to be formal and give a hey. formal ruling. Um, based on those figures, I'm going to do a little rough justice and figure out, you know, kind of with you coming in here really empty-handed in terms of proof of what went over there, how much money was loaned, and everything else. He admits to 200. That's what you've been able to prove. If you want 1,000, prove you loaned him 1,000. People do that every day in front of me. They have texts that show it. But there's so many different ways to show that somebody owes you $1,000. If I would have had my old phone with our text messages on it, we wouldn't have been here right now. Yeah, you would have, because he doesn't know whether you have your old phone well, text messages, been other and he's the one who started the litigation. We would not have been oh, here. Believe me, Judge, if I, if I had my act together and I could show you proof, no. whoo, you'd love it, Judge. We wouldn't be here so long. All right, mm. $200. Um, and in terms of the games... Based on what you've circled, it's very hard because he does, the, the fellow who he sells them to doesn't itemize it, just gives like a, a blanket amount. But based on my judging what each of those should be given the total amount, I'm going to add another 150 bucks to it, $350 verdict for the plaintiff, not 2504 So the plaintiff gets a lot less than he was seeking. He was actually seeking over $2,500. You've got to give him three fifty. dollars What do you think about that? You think, think it's fair? Uh, fair is fair. You said two hundred, right? Yeah, that you know in cash. Yeah, absolutely. And then the rest in games. Listen, anybody could tell a story. It all depends on how you could tell that story, right? Yeah. So that's the bottom line. I guess his friendship is kind of kaput. Is that right? Absolutely. We don't live too far from each other. A simple knock on a door can yeah. could have saved a lot of heartache and grief and and friendship. So. Interesting. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you you very must much. sign some documents out there, Mr. Marzano. You know, I think you're lucky to be getting what you are getting. You had no evidence, really. You, no, you I understand, understand that. I, yeah. I do understand that. Yeah, I did have uh, previous text messages from a phone that I don't have. Um, but, you know, what's, it, it's fair. It's, you know, whatever the judge decided, I have to live with it. Yeah, you are. I mean, you had you brought some evidence, you could have gotten Maybe right. the next time you, you do this with somebody. You'll keep better records. Not. Keep better records, right? Trust me, I will be writing that down next right. time. So he still lives near you. I guess the friendship, as far as you're concerned, friendship is over. Uh, lives about eight blocks from me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thanks Thank very you. much. Okay. Harvey. Okay, Doug. This case makes the point. Make sure you nail things down in writing, in text, or email, and exactly who owes who what. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.